Hi, you're listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network, produced at 3CR Community Radio on Wurundjeri Country. And I'm Nikki Stott. Earlier this year, to celebrate NAIDOC Week, the Indigenous Peoples Organisation Australia, in collaboration with Better Futures Australia, hosted a webinar series called Heal Country, Heal Climate. Today on the show, we'll hear part three of a three-part episode called Community Healing. And this episode is chaired by Cubby Cubby and Goreng Goreng Man, Pastor Ray Minicon. And the speakers are Thangadi, Bunjalung and Maljul Man, Leighton Lee, Yamachi Man, Ernie Dingo, and Jonathan Hermawan, who is a Bunjalung Man of Lurchi Heritage. The knowledge that is important is visible around us all the time. We're not reading it anymore. We're not seeing the importance of what them birds saying. Every morning, them birds calling out to you. That's somebody telling you. Old people telling you the message that you should be listening to. We don't know how to listen to birds anymore. We don't know their calls anymore because we don't study them anymore. You got magpies in your area in your area? You have a listen to their call first thing in the morning. Oh, that's the sweetest sound you ever heard. But then an hour, an hour and a half later, they change that tune from a different angle. And they have sing a different song. And when they sing a different song, that's because the day is progressing. How much are you progressing along with it? So th- there is all this information around it. Brother was talking about before about the yellow flowers on them trees. You see whitefellas go down to the, in the chuck their lines and chuck their lines and no fish, no fish. Now chucking lines, no getting skinny little one, getting tiny little bait sort of stuff. Whitefellas saying that the yellow flowers on the side, they'll, yeah, them mullet fat now, them salmon running, now let's go. Um, know when is the best time to fish. And they also know, we also know that if you go into a certain area where you think there's barramundi, you can try your luck out all day. You won't catch any until you make a blessing and a sacrifice to let them old people you know that you're there. And they will gift you one if you're good enough to, for being in the right place at the right time. They will gift you the, these things are not accident. These are, oh, I caught a fish today. Yeah, it was an accident. But our way is talk to them old people. They know that fish there. That's somebody's totem. Give them the honour that they've given us, which is life. And in order to succeed further in life, we need to honour what we've learnt to pass it on, to live in this environment and to acknowledge what we have around us is very, very important. Every time we look at another brother, uh, look at another sister, it's not looking at them sort of like, oh, that's a possible girlfriend, boy. No, look at them and say, Read their face, where they come from. I was looking at Brother Leighton a minute ago. Yeah, you can see a bit of Islander, Islander in him. So you have that thing. And looking at Brother John, knowing, knowing Brother John from before anyway, and seeing that teeth, yeah, yep, I know what that means. That's not a bar fight on a Friday night. That's from business side. There are all these things that we adorn ourselves with. So when you see a sister or you see a brother in the street, look at them. And work out in your head where they're from, what's their journey, 
So by the time you go, hello, sister, where are you from? And they say, you can do those little ticks. What I loved about the south southwest of um, of New South Wales, around the uh, Dunwich mob, uh, um, around, um, around that area, Bobby McLeod was an old mate of mine from there. And one of the things that I learned was the lonely call. People don't do the lonely call anymore because the old teachers don't know, haven't, well, the young fellas haven't picked it up. That was a sweet tale. I would go into the southwest, uh, southwest of New South Wales and uh, I'd hear that whistle, that lonely call. And I'd look around. And as soon as they see me turn that head, they go, yep, he's on his own. He's he travelling through. We're going to check him out, see if you're all right. If you didn't respond, they let you go because you look like you know what you're doing. So those whistles, those sounds of the of our environment are very, very important. My kids, they've got their own whistles. Uh, they can be in the middle of a football field with about 1,000 kids. I'll whistle and they'll stop and come looking for me. Not that I'm just because we dingo by dog name. That doesn't mean that I have to whistle to my kids. But it's there are little identifications um, that we have with each other to know who we are. Um, and it's that connection that we have. You used to be able to look at um, blackfellas from all over the country in the 70s and 80s, look at them and say, he got a bit of younger than him, that fella, the younger boy. Oh, no, 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 look at them legs, he desert breed. He got no meat on there. He got, he got a little bump there and that's the knee. No calf muscles at all. Um, but you'd have this different structure built for that environment, um, Walpuri men were this strong presence and it was sort of like you looked at Walpuri men and women and you'd sort of like, let's not no messing around with that mob. Turkey Creek mob, Wyoming mob up in um, top of WA. There's been some great dancers all over this country, let me tell you. I've, they used to have big festivals in the 70s all over the country. I have never seen men dance like the men from Wyman, Turkey Creek. Culpral's got that amazing presence when he dances and there could be 20 naked people in the background. You wouldn't see them because Culpral, you know, Demar, he just takes the attention. And Gopal did uh, the devil dance and very strong. The whole thing was absolutely breathtaking. And then I went over to Turkey Creek Mob and I go, what do you mob think you're doing? And they used to get that, they used to get that one, two, but um, Turkey Creek Mob used to go three, four, and you'd stop watching all them dances. And never get the um, people from the uh, uh, Mindy Mob up in the top of Derby to dance for you, especially when they come out with their big art on their shoulders. Those buggers will bring rain any time they start dancing them mob. And that all that cultural knowledge that's travelled from all over, seeing men of about fifty men with spears, we don't see that anymore. We don't. We only hear of it, and that's not that long ago. I'm not too old. Um, I've seen these things. I've seen cultures. I've listened to Sami people in the top of Finland, Yoik, singing these songs like Buddhist monks sing that um, 
the Inuits have the same style of songs, and then Desert Mob, when they're calling out that morning, their morning songs that they sing in the morning so that everybody can listen to that story in their half sleep, it's the same style. There is a big connection from all over the world and throughout this country. We don't have the thing that we have to be is not be defensive about the fact of who we are because there is so much knowledge within each and every one of us because of the strings that we can pull to be ourselves, our mothers, our fathers, our uncles, our aunts, our cousins, even if we have to pull in those non-Indigenous heritage and the strengths of them that we, can, that we have in our body, um, to make up who we are today. Um, they might not identify with us, but we identify with them. Um, we can't shun them out. Like they say, don't care how much milk you put in the coffee, it's still coffee. Um, I'm talking too much here, right? Um, Brother, like I said, we could sit here all night and listen to you because you've got so much wisdom and so much to share. Yeah, well, I was just, I was just right. I'm heading up to a men's camp at the moment. We do men's health. Um, we got, I've got about, I normally have about 25 swags in the back of my truck. Got a trailer that's got a full kitchen on it and um, all the swags and solar panels and stuff like that. And we go bush with the old fellas and they drag all the young fellas in out there with us as well. They get out there and a bit of a sing-along and a dance-along and then we sneak some doctors in to probe them and pinch them and all that sort of stuff because uh, they won't go to doctors. No, I'm not going to doctors. You know, I know I'm sick. You're only going to tell me what I know, so they don't go to doctors. Um, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun we do with men's health at the moment and um, um, that's where I'm on my way to at the moment. I'm halfway there. Actually, you bring in a very important important point here about you know healing country and the issues around uh, community health and community well-being and that is one of the missing links is our men mm. what happened to us i mean i i know you know you can trace it back to something like the uh, northern territory intervention what yeah picked on, picked on a lot of our men but how do we get back to that i just want to the, the most important thing at the moment in regards to our men is re-educating them as to who they were before they were taken away. Um, a lot of our kids grow up without their dads because their dad's incarcerated. And for, that's what I mean by taken away. They're taken away from that family structure through some, um, it, it's, it's sometimes it feels like a badge of honour to have time inside. And and I, I shake my head at that because I spent a weekend in, in jail one, one weekend because I didn't pay my speeding fines. And um, uh, that was sort of like, well, I, I'm a criminal now because I I've, um, I refuse to land for the corners. Um, but there's a different type of men who come out of, out of incarceration back into the community because... One, when they go in, they try and take a bit of who they are but not really show who they really are because it may be some sort of um, offence 
that um, be taken against them on the inside. But when they come out, they bring out a bit of what they've learnt on the inside. And sometimes they don't marry up to where they're going into. Mm. And it's hard for a lot of our men uh, at the moment um, because of the lack of opportunities that they don't think they have. Mm. Mm. You're listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. Johns, you got a few words to say about that? Well, no, I've not got a few words. I've more got some questions because I know Leeton, brother, you mentioned the, the idea of weapon, um, and we know that racism starts with language, right? So when the when the missionaries come, they took a word ingot as that men and women of knowledge and all of our ngankari and all that, and they called him Christian pastor, or they called him, you know, doctor. Ngankari is now doctor. So they stole them words. I was mm. in Daly River not long ago with the men, and we were. We do a lot of work with our men and we make artifacts, you know, all of our, our things that define us as men, like no different than what Uncle Ernie was saying just a second ago, our shields and our and our what they are and all our, our spears and all the things that, and our, like our way totally, you know, the number sevens and all that sort of thing. And I was, I said, the men want to make some artifacts, make our men's, you know, things. And this one bloke said, oh, no, we don't make weapons. All right. He said, oh, we don't make weapons. And I was <laughs> like, what do you mean? Oh, we don't make weapons, you know, this sort of thing. And you know why, of course, because our police station, you want to go see museum, you go to police station on community in that ev- evidence room, it's a museum of all the men's artifacts, hey. you know. <laughs> <laughs> the things that have defined us, they've defined us forever yeah. and give us pr- pride. And they're not weapons, but brother, how do you deal with that? Because this is this is the stuff that defines us as men. They're not, you know, they're not murderous m- machines we make. They're different. They're, they're part of our culture, eh? Yeah. That's it. Other part of our things that they're our um, cultural markers um, as well. So you know, you walk into somebody's house if they've got you know some uh, kulamans or boomerangs or or different things that they've made. Um, you know, you can see whose house it is, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, or same thing with paintings. But I think that but if that connection and also slowing that process down because I see it everywhere today where we've got um, bandsaws and angle grinders and um, all this stuff now, um, people making stuff, but to actually just sit there with with an axe and a knife yeah. or some stone, yeah. with the right stone, mm. and sit there and spend right the, the days that it actually takes to make something and really connect with that piece of wood, the same as we'd connect with the country. <clears throat> when we're making those things, we don't have to rush it and things like that, but just actually bringing people um, back and slowing them down. And when we I'd, can slow I'd, down, we can think. Yeah. I just saying, Brother Eaton, that um, I've seen That's these old men there. up at Tannin Creek, these old men at Tannin Creek with the, with the axe, and they would just, the axe would just go up and down in the one spot, but the wood, they'd move it over and, and, and just the axe would stay there doing the same chop continual chop and yarning away and they would move the boomerang um, as to what piece they wanted to cut and trim it down like and taking off a quarter of an inch at a time. And, you know, we've only got four or five days with these blokes at the time 
And it's just that patience and energy and conserving of knowledge and conversations that's going on at that time. And, mm. and then they realize they're running out of time. But on the other side of our truck, we got all these power tools. I've seen some of the old men of Tanner make make boomerangs, and these young fellas are sitting there watching them making the boomerangs, and then old fellas saying, "Here." Yeah, boy, you can have this. And they take it. And I'm going, well, you learned a bloody lot. You learned how to take. You could have sat down with the old man and made one. Too hard. The best teacher Too right hard. there. Too hard. Make me weak. Oh, <laughs> one word. Sometimes, that, that sometimes one I word. wish I had a cattle prod or a taser. I take it. Look at the young <laughs> But with that one word, with that one word, word weapon, they've redefined our identity for us. Just yeah. the way they did with, with drunk. Pedophile intervention, yeah. same thing. Woman basher. They redefine our very the essence of our culture, and that's yeah. that's the difference. And what we got to get to the bottom of. Mm-hmm. But the, mm. the thing is, they used to say, from an anthropological point of view, not an administrative aspect, but from an anthropological point of view, they would call it tools. <laughs> so you've had, you know, three or four different spears. Uh, Club, Nalanalagundi, Jurna, uh, Shield, Stone Axe, Knife, they would be the tools of the trade sort of thing. And I thought that was a better way um, mm. as an identity, you know, and I used to laugh about the fact that, um, you know, where there's a lot of built-up area, a bit of confliction, there was um, extra tools in there. And I think about them Tasmanian mob, they only had half the tools that we use up, well, especially in the desert side of it. So tools was a lot way, but as soon as you say weapon, and then you then, Panji, Manai, Policeman, Bulliman, whatever you want to call them, or you can't say other words that um, um, could get you in the (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a marker. Like what Leiden said, I love that word, yeah. bro. I love that word you use. You said a marker. That's that's spot on. I love yeah. that word. What do you mean by that, Johnson? What do you mean by that again? Well, Leighton Leighton said it. Leighton used it. So tell us, bro. It's the marker of manhood. The marker of, so, of strength. The... Mm. So it's like uh, something that identifies us. Um, the same as the. Uh, the mark, uncle was saying before about the mark on the shield, and that identifies whose that is. Mm. Um, it's the, the same sort of principle, with that you know uh, you can see and you can tell by the shape of some things too. You know where it comes from. Is mm. a really hard, tough question for all of you. Do you think it's too late to save country with traditional care? Can we reverse the damage? Hell yeah! No, it's not too late. See, that's the thing. We have got countrymen all over, not just from one spot, Mm. that can fix something. And that shared knowledge, that shared knowledge, you can put any, you mention any spot in Australia at the moment and you'll get an option of 10 different countrymen who will have the knowledge to help in that area. We may not not be experts, therefore... um, uh, so we can get this offered, it's that shared knowledge that it will last a lot longer than, oh, you need to get in, oh, hang on a sec, that house on fire, you need a fireman. 
No, you don't. You need a couple of blokes. You know, you don't need anything specific. But if there are all these different people who have knowledge how to do things for each area, and the thing is, we get a little bit too protective of who we are. What about fire hose? Fire hose. Yeah. Mom start making. Mom start making kumbon it like this. Everyone start doing wee wee. Fire hose. Put it out. Another, another question. Okay. Okay, Yob. Okay, Yob. Sorry. No, you're good. No, you're good. I love it. <laughs> you have to cut me off. I'll run a mark. Sorry, Leedon. Oh, but this is a good fireside chat. All right. What, what role should non-Indigenous people play in educating their young people about our relationship to country and how to treat it? Any resources they should look to? Quick, let me get in first, and then I'll have a short one. One of the things, and Johnny, you'll, you'll back me up on this one. One of the things that I really, really um, can't understand is you've got some bloke who's gone to university <laughs> to get a degree and to be an expert, therefore get to be paid millions of dollars to go out there on country to teach blackfellas about being blackfellas. When he come out there, he come out there with all these big law and degrees and stuff. But one of the things when he get out there, he got no one he can speak for. No one he can speak for except the mob back in Canberra. Well, bring the mob back out of here. When you go on country, you got to talk to the countrymen who from that area and the pro pro proper protocol. When the police go out to talk in the, in the desert to the mob, he got to realise that he's uninitiated. Mm. His word don't carry. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here on behalf of the Queen. Well, go and bring that woman here then. <laughs> bring her out here. We want to yarn with her. We want to get things done properly first time, one time. Bring her here. Oh, well, I'm here representing the government. Well, if you're here representing the government, it might as well say that um, I'm just a young boy here, uninitiated, and I'm speaking on behalf of all my old grand people. So if you want to have some downright something positive here, go and get that number one ticket holder for the nation. Bring him out here. We'll mm. sit down and yarn with him. Oh, we haven't got time. Well, we haven't got time to talk to you then. Oh, if you don't do as, you're, do as I tell you, you'll go to jail. <laughs> Good mm. law. L-A-W or L-O-R-E? Mm. Come here, we put you in jail right now. You're here on our country. <laughs> I think that's it work a, I because think that's one is point, more, though. one is try to overpower the other. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry to be overpowering you <laughs> as old fella. No, no, I'm, no. I'm younger than you, though, right? Pardon? You're younger than me. I'm younger than you, though. That's right. Yeah, yeah. so that, that would be the main thing is that people who are going to come out on country. Um, understand the law and the language and, and the, the rituals of going out there. You, you can't just walk up to some old pinnacle fella and tell him, oh, I'm from the government and I've come to tell your name is so-and-so. Yes, I've come to talk to you directly. No, 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 no. You don't go and talk to him. You talk to his son, his nephew first before you can talk to him. You've got to have an introduction. If you haven't been well, through... That's even if you're lucky to talk to him. Don't expect <laughs> yeah. you to talk to him. But, but it's, it's true. It's, it's always. 
Oh. There's too much buffalo in the way in because they want a quick answer. Mm. Mm. Sorry, next question. Well, you know, you know what? Well, you know what? You know what? You wait, you wait, you wait. The old one of the head means our way. Piss off. You wait, piss off. <laughs> yeah, piss off. There's a lot of that been going on, let me tell you. <laughs> Those good old Jackie Jackie jokes, you know, sort of like, hey, Jackie Jackie, can you tell me which way is the quickest way to town? Uh, yeah, you got a car? Well, yeah, I do. Well, that's the quickest way. <laughs> Stop now. <laughs> oh, no, that's a Queensland joke. That's right. <laughs> uh, true. What, any, do these questions. They can try and make some sense out of us. Come on. Yeah, what can we do to make mainstream care and speak out against the ongoing discriminatory NT intervention now, now so-called stronger futures or stolen futures? How can we get or stop stolen futures? How can we get it to finally end? <laughs> Johnny, give it a... Well, Leighton, you've got something? Because I don't think it'll ever end. So long as they're mobbing government, there's no representation in parliament, they're making the laws just the ones Uncle Ernie talking about, them same mob. He, he pretty much paraphrased everything, every politician, every government advisor, every mm. local charity that I've ever seen. He paraphrased exactly what they say when they come bush. Same thing. Yeah. They don't learn local language. They don't speak long enough. Today, and by long, between, I mean, yeah, I've only got today between three and four. I must have an answer. <laughs> well, Uncle, <laughs> you won't be back till five. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. Today on the show we heard part three of a three-part episode called Community Healing, and it's from the NADOC 2021 series, Heal Country, Heal Climate. This webinar series is hosted by the Indigenous Peoples Organisation Australia at indigenouspeoples.org.com.au and Better Futures Australia at betterfutures.org.au. And if you miss part of today's show or you want to check out part one or part two of this episode, Community Healing, you can find the podcast and all the details of the speakers at 3cr.org.au forward slash Earth Matters. And if you're already listening via a podcasting service, we would love you to subscribe. And why not rate us and give us a review to help spread the word? Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their generous support and the Community Radio Network for all their hard work in getting this show out to you. Earth Matters is produced at 3CR Community Radio in Fitzroy, Nam, and we can be contacted at earthmatters3cr at gmail.com and you can also find us on your socials. That's all for this week, but don't forget, tune in next week for more environmental and social justice stories. Thank you.
Tune in to Billabong Beats Tuesdays at 11am with me, Gavin Moore, giving a voice to both Western Kulin and Kulin First Nations peoples. Join me to talk about philosophy and dreamtime stories surrounding the waterhole, the sacred fire, the land, the plants and animals. Billabong Beats, 11am Tuesdays on 3CR. There are many ways that you can keep up to date with 3CR news, events and programs. The 3CR website is a great spot to catch all your shows via audio on demand or scroll through our range of podcasts. It's also where you can sign up to our monthly newsletter, buy yourself a new t-shirt, or check out archival audio from past broadcasts. Of course, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But don't forget our mighty AM band. Catch us anytime on 855AM. Keep in touch, 3cr.org.au. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.